hopefully we're laying some groundwork. And we're getting stronger every week. Hope you are. And you're thinking. Jesus thinks like his father. Say that with me. Jesus thinks like his father. You might say, well, of course he does. Why do we need a message on it? You're going to see why. Because you're crazy. And I'm crazy. People are trying to make an end run around Jesus all the time. Get rid of Jesus. We'll replace him with some fat joker named Buddha. You don't know you can't say that. That's being unkind. I don't give a hoot. It is what it is. Okay? The stuff you see made up today. Made up today. Doesn't line up with the Scriptures at all. Jesus thinks like his Father. I want to think like Jesus and his Daddy. How about that? And I have the Holy Spirit, the living God, who will lead me into truth if I want to get there. And he will help me. So let's talk about it today. Jesus thinks like his Father. Last week we saw it. Jesus does what the Father says do. Say that with me. Jesus does what the Father says do. How much better would your life be if you do what the Father says do? Just think about it. Yeah, but this way or that way. How about his way? How about the right way? And see if your life doesn't have a better life and a better tone to it. You're going to be walking a better path. And you're going to be happier. Trust me. God made you. He knows how you should walk and knows how I should walk. They speak with one voice. Some scripture. I've not spoken to myself, Jesus said. <laughs> what? You know, it's like I'm not off on a limb over here. I'm not crazy. Jesus is saying this to us. But the Father which sent me, He gave me a commandment to speak. What I should say. What I should speak. You should trust Jesus. You should believe with all your heart in Jesus Christ. That's what being saved is. That's what the Bible says. If you'll confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. So that's number one. Okay? They speak with one voice. They, they speak the same thing. Now let's keep walking. Now we're going to go somewhere. Y'all ready to go or not? Did you know that took me 40 minutes last week? I learned something. I could have done it in three. No, that's not how I do it. It's not going to get done that way. Number two, Jesus and his, say this one with me. Jesus and his Father God, say it, are loyal in, they're loyal in love. How disloyal you and I are to God. Somebody will come up with a whole other way to get to heaven and we'll go, well, you know, they're good people. You know, it'll all, you know, maybe God, it'll work out. That's what Joel Olstein was saying on TV. Well, he later repented and said he was sorry, which I appreciate that. He wouldn't have had a ministry if he hadn't. I'm going to tell you that right now. But the fact of the matter is we need to be loyal in love. God, God, aren't you glad that God, Jesus, and God are loyal to you? How many sinned this week at least once? Let me see some. some isn't, that pretty nice? isn't it nice that he didn't just banish you to hell because he, does, he said, I take it back. I take it back. That I love them, that I gave my son for them, that I wrote there to get the pencil eraser out. Their names are their names being erased. Aren't you glad you got a God who's loyal to you? When He says He doesn't leave you nor forsake you, I'm gonna tell you something. That's some serious. That's some serious scripture right there, because He should run every day from us. Y'all hearing me or not? What a great God we have. But let's look at it. Jesus said, I am one that bears witness of, I am one that bears witness of myself, and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. 
See, we're together here. I bear witness of him. He bears witness of me. Then said they unto him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known my father. You don't believe in Jesus. When somebody says you don't believe in Jesus, they don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in God. Yeah, but they believe in God. You know, that a forest, a tree. That's not God. That's Spookyville. You hear me or not? If you don't think you're spooky when you believe God's a tree, I'm here to tell you, you're spooky and you're goofy. Your God can get cut now. Thank God my God can't get blown over. Amen. What are you believing in? I believe in the ocean. You're going to sit up in a home like a lunatic. I know it's ugly today. I'm just, Miss Jackie, I know I'm ugly, ain't I? First time, she's like, that man is ugly. If any man serve me, let him follow me. They're loyal to one another. Where I am, there shall my servant be. That's how we're to live our life. That's the thinking of Jesus. If any man serve me, my Father will honor him. It's funny how we want to live our Christian life outside of Christ. You're not going to live the Christian life outside. There is no Christian life outside of Christ. There's no eternal life outside of Christ. You have zero, zippo. What do you have? You've got eternal, eternal punishment, eternal damnation. I want to believe this right here. Look at this one. Boy, this, this, really, this really takes care of like three quarters of the planet. He that hates me hates my father also. Y'all hear me or not? When you say in Islam that Jesus is not God's son, and when you say that he is not God Almighty himself, and when you say he's just a good person, he's a prophet, you hate Jesus. To come up to my face and to say to me, you are not Mitchell Clark's daddy. I mean, if you said that to me, you are not Elise Clark's father. I'm a nice guy. I would say, no, you're mistaken now. You know that, right? And if you said it again, I'd probably knock your teeth out. And since God's loyal in love, I'd ask him to forgive me later, okay? I'm just saying, guys, how do we do this? How are we not loyal to Him? Did I lose you or not? You're not doing Jesus a favor by calling Him a good man. He's good God Almighty. See the difference? There's a little difference. There's a little difference. We have politicized the church. Not Republican, Democrat. We've politicized, we've made it what we want it. We've liberalized the church. I want to think like he thinks. You don't want to live this life in Miss Heaven, do you? And here's if you're not putting your trust in Christ and you're letting Christ lead you, you're missing the life you could live now to the full. Y'all hear me or not? I know it's, it's good stuff. I love this. Keep looking. When someone loves Jesus, here's, here's, here's uh, cookies on the bottom shelf. Let's say it together. Like we're in the third grade together. Let's do it. We're all in the third grade. When someone loves Jesus, 
God loves them for loving His Son. That sounds like something I'd say in, 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 in Sunday school. Kids, when someone loves Jesus, God loves them for loving His Son. And He'll give you eternal life. That's how it works. Quit being so smart. Okay? When someone rejects Jesus, say that with me, class. When someone rejects Jesus, God rejects them for rejecting His... You see how that works? Now, see, we're not like that because we good people. God's bad. See, that's how we get this idea that God's picking on us, that God's bad, is because we've created what God is and who God is in our own life, in our own mind. They're not disloyal to one another. We're disloyal to them. Capiche? Change your mind. Change your mind. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and your might. Boy, if you do that, you'll change your mind. Amen. Say, what does that mean? It means what it says. This is a great life. God's picking on me. What, to get you to think like you ought to think because he made you the way he made you? We're crazy. Try to put, don't do it, but I was going to say, try to put gas in my diesel truck. Please don't do that. Somebody will do it now. I know. It won't run right, will it? No. No, it won't. And you're never going to run right trying to live a life apart from Christ. Or as a believer in Christ, you're living your life, but you're not all in and you're not following Him and you're not believing what He says and doing what He says. Are we all on the same page? Now, Tammy, you're an educator. Are we making sense? We okay? I got you to look out for me if I get too complicated. (laughs) Amen. Keep looking. God will not accept anyone. We need to say this too. I'm sorry. Here we go. God will not accept anyone who's not accepted His Son, Jesus. Now, if you say that, oh, but what we do is we change, our, we change that and we say, but He's a loving God. Or we say it this way. He knows they're hard. I don't. If somebody doesn't believe in Jesus and they tell you they don't believe in Jesus, why don't you believe that they don't believe in Jesus? You see how we throw God under the bus and His Word under the bus? We just do it. That's what we do. We're ashamed of Him. He said, if you're ashamed of me in this adulterous and sinful generation, if you can't stand for me down here, I'll do something harder, He says. I won't stand for you before my Holy Father and the angels which are in heaven. What do you think is easier to stand? Before God Almighty and angels that are holy, 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 or before this sinful world? I think it's a lot easier to stand in this sinful world. You look pretty good compared to them, 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 God and angels. You understand? This world, God chose you to be a light down here. And chose you to be perfect. We understand that. But He chose us to stand for Him, believe His Word, let people see Christ through us, shoe leather, living out Christ before them. Amen? And we're not going to do it if our mind's screwed up. Have I lost you? Good. We're all on the team together. So, God is loyal to His Son, Jesus. (laughs) Say that with me. I I never thought I'd have to say this in the church, but let's say it. God is loyal to His Son, Jesus. Do you think you should be loyal to Jesus? If God's loyal to Jesus, do you think we should be loyal to Jesus? 
Now that's just you, God. You've been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are His. We've been bought. And in that day, you, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, He'll give it to you. He's just showing you the two are one. You hear me? The three are one. But here he's speaking of two. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive it that your joy might be full. At that day you shall ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father. But at that day you shall ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you. The Father loves you. When you have Jesus, you have the Father. It's a package deal. And then he says, I won't leave you alone. I'll send you the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the living God. But you're not going to... We want to pick and choose. We're like at Walmart. I want this God. Oh, I like God the Father. Oh, I don't want about the Son, the Spirit. That's crazy. No. We're crazy. We should be all in. Amen? You think America, this great country we have, would have been built and been sustained if it had wishy-washy people founding it? You think these people today could start America? They can start a fire and burn down America. It's crazy, guys. That's the church today. Do you think the church that came over because they wanted freedom from, to raise their kids, they wanted to get out from under the tyranny of the king... You think that you think the church today could build this country? No, because we're weak. A guy came to see me this week, had a problem. You know what I told him? You're weak. I didn't tell him that as soon as I met him. But after I heard, I heard, and there's, we always we want to end run things instead of do the right thing. Why don't we do the right thing? Here's the reason: we are weak. Yes or no? Amen. We don't realize when we do His will, His word, walk His way, then we're strong. Amen. How many, man, your heart was broke to pieces? And aren't you glad there was Jesus? Let me see some hands. There was Jesus. And you recognized Him. Because He was with you. Amen. Boy, you don't want to miss this. This is incredible. I ain't going to make it again, am I, Raj? Be quiet. The Father himself loves you because you've loved me. How much strength is that right there? God loves you because you love Jesus. That's huge. Isn't that huge? What do you get when you love Jesus? Oh, you get God. That's what you get. Who doesn't want God in your corner? That's what you get when you put your faith in Jesus. That's what you don't get when you don't put your faith in Jesus. Understand? I'm not denying that a lot of other religions, they might be nice people. A lot of them I know and what I read ain't. But that's another story. But they might be the nicest, sweetest people on the planet.
but God does not love them. Now, what does that mean? God so loved them, He gave His Son for them. Yes. But when we reject His Son and we pick another way, don't sit there saying, well, God loves me. I'm sorry it happens this way. I'm not sorry. I'm glad I got directions here. Here's the directions. The Father loves you because you love me. Quit trying to run around me. (laughs) Quit trying to run around me, Jesus says. You're not getting there. We ought to ask God to help us love like this. What kind of love to be loyal like that? If we love God loyally like God loved Jesus and Jesus loves God, do you think we just might better, we might love our spouses a little better? Take a wild guess. If we love God and Jesus like they love each other and they love us and we have the spirit of the living God helping us, do you think we might be better parents and love our children a little bit better? you think if we love God this way we might watch our mouth how we talk to one another? Yes or no? Amen. Amen or oh me? Sure we do. When you bless somebody out at the restaurant, I say this every week because I go out to eat all the time, but uh, when you say things to people, I fear for you. You just better hope those people you're talking to are going to hell. Because if they're a child of God, you're in trouble, aren't you? But if they're going to hell you might be in double trouble because <laughs> you made him twice the, the child of hell, the Bible says. We're to be a light to people. Did I lose you on that or not? The church, we don't talk to each other. Now, we do a pretty good job here. I think we do great, actually. We have unity, good thing. We have unity because you have the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, you have unity. Don't pray for unity in our church. Pray for the mind of Christ in our church. If we have the mind of Christ, we'll have unity. Amen, yes or no? How many ever, you, you had a right to get mad, you had a right to do something wrong, but you prayed about it and you got the mind of Christ on the matter and you didn't do something you had every right to do, but you didn't do it and you know it was God's will that you didn't do it. Let me see some hands because you got the mind of Christ. Isn't that how it works, yes or no? This is great stuff. God's loyal to His Son. We're so fickle. Who said that? I did. We're so feelings-driven. You hurt my feelings. Why? Because I told you the truth. Come on, man. Say. Some of you might not like me. You're online today or on radio. Not like me because I stand for Christ. You believe Jesus is the only way. You're so arrogant, Pastor Clark. Good. Spell my name right. Two R's. Gary. I want to be the guy that stood for Christ in Inglewood, Florida, that says all roads are dead ends. You don't have a dog's chance going to heaven without Jesus Christ. Period. Period. Somebody ought to say it. But it's hard because our kids aren't followers or our, you know, our family members or people we love. Guys, they'll never be followers if we're weak. I'm not talking about shove it down their throat. Believe it yourself. Live it out in front of them. You hear me or not? I'm loud to you because I'm talking to followers. Amen. Say, I'm trying to get through to us today. And I know some of you are looking at me like, boy, he's angry today. I'm actually not angry at all. I'm very happy that God gave me the platform here in Inglewood, Florida. Debt free for the glory of God. He gets all the credit. 
And I don't have anybody that I'm beholden to that's going to fire me. You're not going to fire me. That's hilarious. You know? Not, and, and trust me, I don't stay here for the money. I like doing it because I get to stop, talk like this. I think this is a good talk we're having today. Y'all hear me or not? I think it's a good talk. It's a good talk. This kind of steadfastness and love is manifested between the Father and the Son. Not fickleness, not weakness, not, not flip-floppy. Not all roads lead to heaven. And guys... It's easier for me up here to say this in front of y'all. You might say, yeah, it's easy for you to preach Jesus to us. How do you do out there? Well, I try to do it out there. I do it differently because they didn't come to hear. I understand. They're eating at a restaurant. (laughs) They don't need me to. They're at home in their house. I'm not going to go. If you die today, you're going to go to heaven. If you don't, go to hell. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let my light shine. And I was at a restaurant the other day. No less than 12 people came up to my table. And either they came up to my table or I hollered them, Hey! The other day I was leaving a restaurant. Here's a good trick. Use this one. Do I know you? And they went, no, we don't think so. And I said, well, I'm Pastor Gary, Fellowship Church, that old big old church out there in the middle of Rotunda. How y'all doing? Where y'all from? And they told me, sitting down there eating, we're just having a time, no big deal. You know? I told them, well, I'm from North Carolina, I used to be a hellraiser, but I'm, you know, God's been good to me in my life, and, you know, I'm down there at that church in the middle. You're always welcome. If you ever need anything, call. I'll be happy to try to help you. If you need something around town or need a bit, whatever. I've been here a long time. Now, I know you're not me and I'm not you. Aren't you glad? I know some of you guys are saying, if I was you, my wife would leave me today. (laughs) And I wouldn't blame her. Okay, here we go. Bob, we had a good time, didn't we? Did we hide in the corner when we ate? Sit right out front, didn't we? Do you think that little time you and I had down at Farlow's, do you think it was a time that we spread a little bit of light and love in that place? Amen. Five or six. Russ, you and I went out to eat this week. What do you think? Now, did, we, had a, we, did, we had like a crowd, didn't we? A lot of people. Just and what We weren't there to do that. We were just trying to be light where we were. Amen. Did anybody else eat with me this week? Richard. How'd we do? We always do great. Amen. We saw people, didn't we? But we're not seeing people like and, and hiding. We're not out there to shove Jesus down their throat, but when the occasion comes, I'm certainly not going to deny him. Does that make sense? Not trying to be better than y'all or show that I'm better than you. I'm not doing that. And you know how to do it. This kind of steadfastness and love is manifested between the Father and the Son in holiness, and it can be translated into whose life? My life. Because God loves Jesus. Jesus loves Father. They love me. Well, that's all. I'm in. And as we believe and obey the words that Jesus spoke, but you're not going to have that manifestation. I want the manifestation of God in my life. Send the guy some money. You might get it. You're not getting it. 
The manifestation, the showing forth of Christ in your life comes as you believe his word and you accept his word and you walk out his word in your life and you go, I'm a nut, he's right, I'm going to do it his way. And all of a sudden people go, well, my gosh, you're different. Well, that's Jesus manifested in your life because you're changing. Amen or oh me? How many would say, I ain't perfect, but I certainly am changed because of Jesus in my life. See there, that's called the manifestation. You have the manifestation of the Spirit. They make you think you're going to speak in tongues or flop like a chicken. How about if I speak truth? How about if I live for Christ and love my wife and love my kids and do the right thing and pay my bills? That's a testimony in our world today. That's a, get a job. What? You're going to be way up here. Are you kidding me or what? I'm awful, Miss Jackie. She's sitting there going, I won't be back. <laughs> no, I know you're coming back. I love you already. I love you already. My mother went to church, sat by herself. Mother, my mother later was murdered, Miss Jackie. But when I see somebody like you, that's what I think of. A woman of God wanting to hear the word of God. I think of you, sweetie, down here. That's what I see. I see you over here. You hear me? That's the way I feel. I love this man. I might have to quit right here, Raji. No, I ain't going. I must read it, of course. Here we go. You know you're in a good church when they say, No, don't quit. You remember that, you people that don't like me. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Praise the Lord. I do want to say something, and I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I said, you can't fire me, but if enough of you don't love me, I'll be done. I don't want to be at a place where I'm not loved. I matter too much to be at a place where I'm not loved. I matter to God Almighty. And so here's the cool thing is, let me keep dreaming. I believe you love me, and I love you. And it's a great ministry here. This is a great ministry. And here's the thing. It'll be going after I'm not here. And I'm here for a while. If the Lord gives me help, I'm going to stay with you. But you've also got someone in Alex that's been serving with me for years and years and years. And that's the same thing. I tell Alex, anytime you get up here, son, you talk to people, doing the announcements, whatever. Look at the people. They love you. Isn't that good? Look at them. They love you, son. They love you. And that's how, that's why I can talk freely. You know, I just talk freely. Why? Because why wouldn't I? Amen. Every once in a while, I'll get super blessed. And here was this week. It's funny. This series started because I got a couple of nasty letters trying to change my mind. This is why I do what I do. Because we're in the heart changing and mind changing business. And life-changing business. Here it is. Dear Pastor Gary, God has continually been laying you and your ministry on my heart the last few weeks. Last night on my way to church, a different church, I passed a black pickup with a small oval fellowship sticker on it. It made me smile and reminded me I owed you an email. When I left church to head home, I passed the same exact truck again. Don't worry, I don't think he was at our church, laugh out loud. 
I knew it was God calling me clearly to touch base with you. To remind you how important you are to God. How important your ministry is to this community. How important Fellowship Church was and will always be to me and my family. My son just graduated college from the University of South Florida. Magna cum laude this past December with his bachelor's degree in finance. Lemon Bay graduate. Somebody anybody would be proud of. He begins grad school at the University of Florida this summer to pursue a master's degree in real estate. From bull to gator. Can I hear it from you, coach? Come on. From bull to gator. I knew you'd love that right there. This kind of grace, this kind of change has caused me to remember, say it with me, where we started, where we came from. There are so many Sundays etched in my memory at Fellowship Church. Miracles, sermons, conversations we've had through the years. I remember once when my son was still a young boy, you looked at him and said, wherever you go, I'll always be your pastor. I still say that to young people today. You're Pastor Gary to both of us. It's been almost 20 years since I first came to Fellowship Church. My boy's all grown up now, and at long last, so am I. Is this a great letter? I arrived at Fellowship Church drenched in the greatest sin in my life. My son and I were at a stoplight turning left from Gulfstream Boulevard on State Road 776 out by Walmart. I looked over to the right and there was a red sign on the side of the road for Fellowship Church. Oh, and by the way, as you ride around today, you'll see some more of them. We believe in what we do. To say I was broken is just a nod at the life I was living. Fellowship was meeting at Lemon Bay High School back then. My son, who I think was three or four at the time, was in the back seat chiming always like he did if he wasn't asleep. He was telling a story, Pastor Gary. Nothing's changed, by the way. He gets it from his mama. I was 19 when I had him, wasn't married, etc. My son's father and I did marry later. It quickly ended. We got married for the wrong reasons, then divorced for the wrong reasons. It's just a life that's typical. Is that what we're seeing? A life many of you probably lived yourself. My son and I were now on our own completely and spiraling out of control. I was saved when I was 11 years old in the back of a church van after Sunday school one morning. I wasn't raised in a Christian home and only ended up at this local Baptist church that Sunday by happenstance. We know that was God's touch and will. Through a friend, I accepted Christ as my Savior and knew something important had happened in my life as an 11-year-old. No one spoke of the Lord after I returned home. I didn't return to church for a very long time. Talks about how her dad passed away from cancer as a baby and her mother was raising her by herself the best she could. It would take 25 years for me to realize the grace of his timing. Sounds like she's having a... She's had something happen in her life, her heart, her mind, things are changing. Hmm. That he brought me to salvation then so I would have the only one to cry out to during the hurt, even if it was in anger, she had God in her life. Like so many who've been through similar things, I didn't know why I did the things I did. But I was parked at the stoplight on Gulfstream. Going back now to that sign she saw, I looked in the rearview mirror at my chatty boy, 
Say it with me. And I made a decision. I told him, say it with me. We're going to... Who's that sound like? Sounds like my mama, doesn't it? We're going to church in the morning then. She was drunk when she told me. Did you know that's not exactly what I felt when I read that letter? And the rest we say, say it with me, it's what? History. Everything I know about Jesus, I learned through you, Pastor Gary. I don't read this to put myself up. While you have memories of your mom and Billy Graham on the TV set in your early days discovering Christ, I have memories of Fellowship Church in my old high school auditorium singing, These are the days of Elijah and how great is our God. My son and I didn't have any money. I worked three jobs for over ten years to make ends meet. I remember wearing the same dress over and over to church hoping no one would notice. What we do here matters, doesn't it? I always kept to myself. I was afraid if someone got too close, they would see the shame I'd been trying to carry and bury for years. Once you called me up on stage during a sermon on tithing or giving, and through you, God gave us a miracle. I used to pray, God, can you see us? Do you hear us? God answered us that day when I called her up on stage. I don't even remember hardly. But God remembered her name. It's a testimony I still use and share to those who are struggling with their faith today. Our caring God did so much for us through Fellowship Church. He relentlessly pursued us. When I hear the song Reckless Love, when it came out, I literally came undone because that's who Jesus is. Say it with me. He leaves the 99 and he never stops pursuing us through his perfect reckless love. Your sermons inspired me to keep seeking God. I wanted my son to have a chance, despite the odds that were stacked against him. My son was my purpose for so many years. You made us laugh. You made us cry. You provided healthy warnings I needed to hear as a mom. However hard it was to hear them. Once during your series on the family that you did every year between Mother's Day and Father's Day, you said that only 2% of boys raised in homes by single mothers would continue to attend church as they got older. She said, I wept most of that Sunday. I'm sorry if it's the truth. You hear me or not? It's crazy. That's how important a father is in the home. Y'all hear me or not? It's huge. We try to rewrite. Ah, you don't need a dad anymore. That's what our world's saying today. You're not going to rewrite God's word and it come out good. Not saying you can't make it if you're a single mom. Of course you can. I prayed to Jesus continually that my son would hold tight to him in the years ahead after he left for college. Back when fellowship was meeting in the high school, the church began a campaign to buy a seat for the new campus. I didn't have much, but I was determined to buy one, just one. It was so important to me that I prayed over that seat. That God would fill it with another broken soul, maybe another single mother who would make a decision for her family. Somewhere today in your church, someone is sitting in that seat. That's pretty good, ain't it? You think I wrote this, don't you? Maybe they're as broken as I was all those years ago. Maybe they're wondering if God is trustworthy, if God is really good, if life will ever look different. All the questions that plagued my soul for so many years. But whether they know it or not, they're sitting in a seat where they're growing in Christ. He is faithful even when we 
ain't. I thank God every day for this promise. These are just a few of my favorite memories from our time at your ministry. Pastor, my son's a college graduate seeking a master's degree for his education. God brought him through college with honors. Debt free. Can we thank the Lord? Wonder where that came from. Amen. I'm still single but living a life honoring to Christ. I'm not afraid of men anymore. God's given me a hunger for his word. I'm deeper in the word than I've ever been in my life. Are you seeing something? How about you change your mind? How about you follow Christ? How about that? See what God will do with your life. He's a faithful God. I work with teens on Wednesday nights, a youth group. I help lead a class for college kids called Truth Class on Sunday mornings. My finances are in order, and I still use the basics taught to me through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University that Fellowship Church provided for me years ago. We paid for the class. God has given me a career that's provided our family financial security. Is God good or not? Are y'all hearing me? I mean, are we hearing? Etc. And... Uh, Talks about how her mother attends with us, has her Bible on nightstand at home. My son still loves the Lord, attended church throughout his four years. He's a faith-filled encourager and my very best friend. Now, we're not perfect, definitely. I don't share any of this to say, look at us. I share it because the fingers of God are all over our lives. To this world, our story doesn't make any sense. But with God, all things are possible and it started because a member of your staff or a volunteer took the time to put a sign in the ground ushering people to come to a church, say it with me, where you love and you love. Wow. She could do a commercial for us. It didn't matter what we had done or what we were wearing. You just loved us. You were with us in our brokenness. You stood by us through adversity. You were the first man in our lives to usher in protection. To God, all the glory each and every day. But today, I thank you and Fellowship Church for your faithfulness. Our life is different because of it. You are and will always be our pastor. What a great letter. Can we thank the Lord, even though she's not here? What a good word today. Let's go ahead and get up on our feet. We'll close right there.